Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP's little sister mysteriously goes missing. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash legal advice. I scope Reddit a lot, and I really don't know where to go, so I hope that I can be helped here. I'm a 14-year-old boy. I'm American, but I live in Asia, and I'm being vague because I don't want this trace back to me if the situation is as bad as it seems. Up until about 7 months ago, I lived with my 39-year-old mom, my 41-year-old dad, and my 9-year-old sister. I say that I was living with them because my sister is no longer here. She's in boarding school. I want to preface this by saying that we are not bad kids. We're half white, half Asian. When my grandpa on my dad's side got sick four years ago, we moved here so my dad could take care of him. Me and my sister worked hard to learn the language, and despite her age, she actually caught on better than me, and I was so impressed with her. The issue began with my grandma. She would really look down on my sister, and I love my sister, so I didn't like that one bit. My mom said that it's cultural, and I shouldn't make a fuss about it, but it was hard when grandma really started making it obvious. She got me clothes, games, etc., but gave my sister no attention. I should mention that four years ago, me and my sister lived with grandpa and grandma, and during that time, I got spoiled and my sister got reprimanded for everything she did. I swear, it was super unfair. You wouldn't believe it. Just under a year ago, my grandpa passed away, and my parents decided that we would stay here since I already speak and read pretty fluently. Grandma told everyone about how rude and unladylike my sister is, and my parents just went along with it when I completely think that they're wrong. Seven months ago, my grandma left with my sister, and my parents said that my sister would be at boarding school for the summer. Just the summer. After waiting for three months, I got anxious and asked when my sister would be back, and I ended up crying when I asked the question. My dad talked to me, and he said that my sister loved boarding school so much that she didn't want to come back. But like, is that how boarding school works? I don't think so. Maybe I've been watching too much TV or reading too much Reddit, but we're in another country, and I swear what they're doing is emotional abuse. But still, it gets worse. After five months, I've still gotten no contact from my sister. No message, no letters, nothing. And that's when my dad started making her room into his office space. We actually got into a big fight over it, and I ended up getting more chores. But he never answered why he was doing it if she was supposed to be back soon. Anyway, it's now been seven months since the car trip that took my sister away, and the final nail in the coffin hit. I was looking through the attic for my mom, and I found a box with some of my sister's old stuff, including her phone. Why wouldn't my sister have her phone? I really just want to know if there's anything that I can do. No one will tell me which boarding school she's at. They tell me not to worry about it because I'm a child. I know that I'm too young to do much, but if there's anything that I can do, please help. When I think about it, I can't stop remembering the way that my mom cried that day, and it makes me shiver. I've been imagining the worst, and I would hate if it ended up that I was right. So, down in the comments, OP got a lot of good advice. And in my opinion, probably the best advice he got was to contact his local American embassy in whatever country he's in. And then OP posted an update. So, thanks to Reddit, I was able to get in touch with a few different sources. The worst of which was a phone call to those who help find trafficked children. I knew that my family would be investigated, and I actually went to meet up with another family in that time. 
So, basically, a Redditor who was close to me in age, who I'll keep private, met with me, and she had already showed my post to her family. They ended up letting me stay with them for a bit and made the proper calls to make sure that it wasn't illegal. I actually even specified that I wasn't running from home, and I'd come back after the investigation. That didn't sit so well with the authorities, and I was actually forced to go back home, but it only got stranger from there. I went back home to a completely empty house. Even my grandma was gone. So I was allowed to stay with distant family members for the time being. They were extremely kind, and for a week I didn't get any news. And, bless their heart, my distant family members said that I would always have a home there, no matter the results. So, a few days after that, I got a call, and it turns out they found my sister. My family had been taken in for questioning, and they were placed in holding for quite a while. I'm not sure why they didn't tell me this immediately, though. I don't actually know the full story, but my sister was living close to 700 kilometers away. And it wasn't summer school or boarding school or anything like that. My dad actually sold my sister to get married. The cops let my mom off the hook because, one, I still needed a parent. And, two, she wasn't in on it until much later. My dad and grandma have been arrested, though, and I'm back living with my mom and sister now. I'm still in contact with the Redditor who let me stay with her, and I'll forever be grateful. I have no idea what would have happened if I was around when the authorities came knocking. She's my angel. On a more depressing note, my sister doesn't speak much, but she did seem to cheer up after I let her read my post. She said that she felt abandoned and alone, among other things. But seeing how so many strangers were worried about her made her really happy, so thank you all so much. I'm sorry for being so vague here, but I'm trying to protect identities. This isn't over by a long shot. There's still a lot of things happening, but at least I have my sister, and that's all thanks to Reddit, so thank you. Oh geez, I'm glad that you are able to find your sister, OP, but oh my god, your grandmother and your father, they deserve to spend the rest of their lives in jail. As in, literally, never see another sunrise as a free person. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationship advice. Background. I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I've been with my 28-year-old boyfriend for five years. We've lived together for three. Our relationship has been great, truly. We have a joint account that we contribute to monthly to handle joint expenses, like rent, groceries, etc. Everything else is split. My boyfriend is 6 foot 3, 200 pounds, and works out daily. He eats a lot to keep up his caloric intake, which is fine, except for this one issue. We buy snacks, and he always eats my half of the snacks before I can even get to it. Normal food and ingredients he's fine with, but if it's easily accessible, I never get any. We argue, he apologizes, rinse and repeat. This is literally the only bad thing he's done. Seriously, in all other aspects of our relationship, he's respectful and considerate. Snacks, however, are where all bets are off. Anyways, last week I lost it after he ate an expensive cheese that we had gotten that I was really looking forward to eating. It was all gone within one hour, and I lost my mind. I didn't speak to him for a full day, and I ended up ordering a fridge lockbox. After our next snack run a couple of days later, I divided each snack in half and locked my half in the lockbox. From his reaction, you'd think that I was murdering puppies. He said that it was disrespectful and controlling, and how dare I keep food that he paid for from him. When I reminded him that my money bought the food too, he screamed that he didn't give an F and he left. 
He slammed the door so hard that a picture fell off the wall and broke. He didn't come back until the next day, but that was only to change for work and then leave immediately. He came home late and went straight to the guest room. It's been four days of this. I broke last night and asked him to please talk about it, and he said that he had nothing to say until I got rid of the lockbox. Honestly, I'm completely appalled at this reaction, and I'm genuinely worried that he might be on drugs or having a mental break or something. This is the most irrationally that I've ever seen a grown man react. He's been ignoring me, only to randomly ask me if I've gotten rid of the lockbox, but I am not getting rid of the lockbox. We're supposed to renew our lease next week. I'm considering cutting my losses and just leaving. Is this relationship even worth salvaging? Is there anything I can do to solve this? He's refusing to communicate unless I get rid of the lockbox, which is not happening. And then OP posted an update. Hey guys, I don't know if anyone wanted an update, but here it is. A lot happened. My boyfriend kept staying out late and refusing to talk. So I tried to talk to my boyfriend about the lockbox again, and I mentioned that I didn't think the lockbox was the real issue. But he was like a brick wall, insisting that I was being abusive and controlling to deny him food. I kept pushing, asking if he was on drugs or cheating. I said that him flipping out over something so small and staying out at all hours was suspicious as hell. I said that I thought that he was using the lockbox as an excuse to be out of the house and do something bad. Me saying that unleashed an hours-long screaming tantrum that ultimately resulted in him throwing my MacBook against the wall and shattering it. Honestly, I really thought that he was going to hurt me. So, yeah, I called my dad, who called the cops. I don't want to get into the legality of it, but I'm pressing charges for destruction of property because it was a $2,500 laptop. My dad and my godfather moved me out yesterday, and I'm looking for a new place. I don't have a lot to take with me except for clothes and a couple of kitchen appliances. I left the lockbox but took my snacks with me because F him. I left it locked too. My ex-boyfriend has been spamming me. I would block him but I feel like I need this for evidence in case his behavior escalates. I texted him on the first night saying that we're done. I took our photos down and everything and he began ranting at me. Here are some gems. Him raging about how I still didn't get rid of the lockbox. Asking for stuff that he gifted me back. Telling me that I owe him money and rent for his new place. That I owe him a car? But I have no idea why he would say this. I've never even driven his current car. That my MacBook was old and worthless and he wouldn't pay for a new one. Actually, I bought this laptop brand new last year. After about an hour of this, I guess he realized that we were actually broken up and he couldn't yell down to me anymore. Then came paragraphs about how he was going to marry me, he loves me, he wants to be better for me, that I can keep the gifts and he'll buy me a better MacBook. He freaked out after he saw that I took our pictures down from social media. He then started sending me screenshots of his Google searches of engagement rings and telling me to pick one. He also sent me a couple of voice messages of him just sobbing. Any respect that I had for him as a person is just completely gone. I want nothing to do with this guy. I don't care if he's having a breakdown or if he's on something. He is not my problem. I screenshotted the messages that he sent to me and forwarded them to his mother. She can deal with her son. That's the most that I'll ever do for him again. As for me, I'll be okay. I do have some savings so I can handle rent by myself. Still, this has been a weird week. 
I feel like I should be sad, but like I said, I lost all respect for this guy, and I don't feel anything but disdain for him. My parents have been buying me my favorite comfort snacks and being super supportive. They're gently pushing for therapy, and I think it's probably a good idea. I'll start my search once I'm settled in a new place. So, while I'm certainly thrilled that OP is out of this toxic relationship and that, like, everything is resolved somewhat happily, I'm just dying to know what was actually happening here, man. Why did he go from, like, completely normal to a complete nut job? I actually agree with OP that it sounds like something else is going on here, and again, I agree with OP that it's probably either cheating or drugs, but like, I don't know, what do you guys think? I'm, I'm really, really curious about this story because I want to know what's going on. So if you, have a, if you have a theory about why this guy went so ballistic so quickly over something so minor, please, please tell me in the comments what you think. Could it be steroids? I don't know a whole lot about steroid abuse, but I know that, you know, there's roid rage, which is getting really upset over nothing. And I would imagine that if you're like working out a lot and taking steroids, that would probably lead to like a super big appetite, I guess, right? I don't really know. If anyone knows or has some insight, please let me know in the comments. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the butthole. Am I the butthole for being upset that my wealthy boyfriend got me a cheap gift? I'm a 21-year-old woman, and my boyfriend, who's 21, comes from a wealthy family, whereas I'm from a middle-class family. His family went on a cruise, and all the siblings and their significant others came along. I was happy to be there, and very grateful that his parents invited me. At one point, everyone was sitting down together, and my boyfriend started bringing out gifts. His parents, siblings, and their significant others got things like watches, dresses, fine wines, and other clearly expensive things. When he got to me, he gave me one of those plastic bracelets with their company name on it. You can get those at the company's main headquarters for free. I was a little taken aback and a little embarrassed, but I didn't want to be rude. Everyone was kind of looking at me in a way that they were both amused but also pitiful. I didn't want to complain, so I said thanks and moved on. When we got inside, I asked my boyfriend what that was about, and he told me to be grateful and stop complaining because he always gets me nice gifts, which is true. I just stopped pushing it because I felt like I was being selfish there, but he did have a point. I feel like what he did was very degrading. He could have gotten me no gift at all, and that would have been less humiliating. I feel like trash for feeling this way, but he's always been mindful, and I don't understand why he did that. It made me feel cheap in front of everyone. Alright, down in the comments, everyone is saying that OP is not the butthole and that her boyfriend was definitely in the wrong here. But then, OP posted an update. Thanks for all of your comments and theories. Some of them made me cry, some of them made me laugh, and some of them made me angry and confused. All of them helped me gain the confidence to talk to my boyfriend about the situation. I just straight up asked him, what went through your head when you did that? I told him I've been thinking about it ever since we came back from the trip. Why was he even giving out gifts in the first place? Why did he give me that gift? Why did he think that was okay? And actually, no one here guessed it right. Neither did I. He was giving out gifts because he wanted to give me a big gift and I was supposed to be the last person. He had actually managed to set up a day with me and this adorable cat that I follow on TikTok. The owner of the cat lives near the harbor where we would be stopping, and I've loved this cat since 2020 when we first started dating. I still stalk the page regularly, but the owner backed out last minute even after charging a ton of money. 
We were supposed to meet that day, but after the owner backed out, my boyfriend didn't have a gift for me, and he basically got scammed. He said that what he did was stupid, so he just grabbed a bracelet last minute to save face. But now he realizes how stupid it was, lol. As for his comment, he apologized and said that he has no excuse. He said that he was more angry with himself and the cat owner and just took it out on me. I understood and forgave him because it was so out of character, and I know that he just wanted to do something nice for me. So, all's well that ends well, guys. We're moving past this. It sucks that I can't meet that little kitty, but this is a story that I'll always remember. Oh, hold up. Okay, I missed a really important detail here. So, (laughs) this wasn't a cruise that they went on. This was a private yacht. It's his family's yacht, and his parents paid for us, meaning they paid for the chefs, butlers, and plane tickets to go to the yacht. Okay, okay, so, um, we're talking rich rich. We're talking private planes rich. Man, (laughs) man, this story is wild. Like, I'm glad that everything worked out, and that it was just a simple misunderstanding, and he got frustrated, and yeah, he shouldn't have taken out his frustration on you, but he did, which is somewhat understandable given the situation, and he apologized for it. So, yeah, I think we can let it slide. I feel like I feel like the boyfriend should get a bracelet that's like, I took a yacht to go meet a TikTok famous cat, but all I got was this, <laughs> was this lousy bracelet instead. That would be an amazing gift. That was our slash best of Reddit updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.